You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, I want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country. You know, it's a Friday. Maybe the people are out happy hour listening across the country. And also to the service men and women out there around the world getting a little taste of home as your boy, The Spittin' Statistician, helps you win your league and win that Cash. Like I said, it's a Friday. It's a happy hour edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. We are here in Studio 34 at Rock and Riley's, where a lot of people are getting ready for the weekend. Also, it is a Friday, and uh, I got my man, the Night Owl, JP, filling in on a Friday here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm really excited to have him with me this episode because we really need to get a true millennial opinion on a lot of things. I'm going to give you my starting lineup going into this weekend, tell you which starters to play to help you win your leagues and win that cash not only tonight but all weekend long also I know if you've been listening to Fantasy Freestyle or even back when it was Shot Callers back in the day, we had the greatest of all time TV tournament back in March, okay? We are going to unveil the topic of our next brackets that we're going to be doing all summer long. Also, as usual, we're going to continue to talk about this Floyd Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight, which... uh, I don't even know if we should call it a fight. And that brings me to our poll question tonight. Do you consider, what is the purpose of this fight that's going down on August 26th in the desert? The options are, is it a legit boxing match? Is it just a pure exhibition? Or is it a business and promotional deal between Connor and Floyd? The poll results so far are absolutely amazing. Go on over to FNTSY Radio on Twitter or check me out as you always can. Ask me some questions. Follow me at Spittin' Speeds. You will see how amazing this poll is developing right now. It's kind of the it's 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 unique in poll history for fantasy freestyle. But when we come back, I'm going to give you what you need to know this weekend around Major League Baseball. Who's hurt? Who to start? And what you need to do to win your leagues and win that cash? It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. I got the Night Owl with me on a Friday here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, holding you down. I got the night owl with me, JP, on a Friday. We're going to get his opinion on a whole mess of things a little bit later on in our show. What I want to do is, as usual, start off by giving you what you need to win that cash in Major League Baseball tonight. Remember, if you want to get at me at any point this hour, though, you absolutely can at 844-843-6879. You could always 
always catch us at FNTSY Radio on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. And remember, you could always just download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app or subscribe to Fantasy Freestyle anywhere you get your podcast. This way, just like any championship caliber lineup, you set it, you forget it, and that's all you need for the Spittin' Statistician. Well, going around baseball, though, tonight in our starting lineups, Yankees had some injuries after midnight once again last night. Gary Sanchez, their stud catcher, tweaked his groin, is listed as day-to-day after stealing second base in the ninth inning. He was then lifted, um, so check him out if you may need to uh, find another catcher for the weekend. Also, their outfielder who has been killing it lately, Aaron Hicks, with has an, uh, an Achilles issue. He was replaced late in the game last night against the Oakland A's on the West Coast. Same thing happened to Giants stud catcher Buster Posey. He had an ankle injury. He actually did this while hitting a home run. He'll be listed as day-to-day for the weekend as well. Tigers stud hitter Miguel Cabrera. He's admitting now that he is playing through a back injury. He's got a lot of injuries, it seems like, you know, he is getting up there in age. Hasn't been his self, but many people would admit Miguel Cabrera at 85% is still better than most. However, someone who is not playing through an injury, and this could be serious, the Tigers have put Victor Martinez on the DL. He has a heart condition that they need to monitor. So, um, you know, we hope that everything white runs out okay with Victor Martinez and the Detroit Tigers. Also, some people coming back tonight. Um, Rangers are bringing back Mike Napoli and Carlos Gomez. They will have them both in their lineup tonight against the Seattle Mariners. They'll be facing James Paxton. You're going to hear that name in a couple minutes as well. Last thing I'm going to tell you is uh, it may be time to start to stash uh, Angels closer, Houston Street. He may be on the road to recovery and actually return for the Angels sometime late next week. If you own something like Bud Norris right now, let's say, you may want to look into the timetable on Houston Street. We got word he may be back in only a week's time. All right. Time to catch you guys up on what happened last night. I told you about who to play in order to win some cash. Last night, the question was, were you going to pay up all the way for Chris Sale? He was going against the Phillies at 11500 and he was facing a guy named Nick Pavetta, who uh, had a 5.5 ERA going into it. Now, Chris Sale was awesome. He went eight innings, struck out ten, only gave up one run. He even... Hit a double in the eighth inning, which I thought was going to give the Red Sox a lead. It did not happen. Sale ultimately went on to lose one nothing in that game. Trust me, I know because I had a Red Sox stack. That didn't go well. I also had a couple shekels on the Bo Sox, and that didn't go well either because Nick Pavetta pitched amazingly. But Sale still got you some good fantasy points. The guys I told you to try and beat him did not work out as well. They did not get quality starts. Jeff Hoffman, I told you, was the bargain baseman play. He pitched all right against the Giants, but only went five innings, did not get the quality start in a game that ultimately ended 10-9 in favor of the Rockies. Hoffman, though, did only give up one run in five innings, so if you went that route, he probably did, in fact, return value on only your 6,600. Now I gotta tell you who you need to start all weekend long. Tonight, listen, if you wanna go with the Max Scherzer as the expensive guy, 12400 you can do that, but there are two people that I like a lot to 
a night in the 8,000 range. The first one is James Paxton. James Paxton at 8,700 tonight I think is great. First of all, remember, he's going up against Tyson Ross, who's making his season debut um, for the Texas Rangers coming back. So you don't think he's going to, um, even if he is pitching well, he's not going to go long in that game. So you're going to see some bullpen from the Rangers, which I think bodes well for the Mariners. And also, Texas has the lowest OBP in the American League against lefties. Their on-base is only 294. That is a very low on-base percentage. Their OPS against lefties so far this season is 656. That is also worst in the American League. I think that sets up for Paxton to have a nice outing tonight. Remember, he hasn't been as dominant since he came back from the disabled list, but I think he has a good outing tonight and a good matchup against the Rangers. So I like him at 8,700. Also, Coming up, and you can still put this guy in your lineup because this game has not gone off yet. I like Junior Guerra tonight. 8,100 against San Diego. Listen, San Diego's running out Miguel Diaz, who has an almost 7 ERA. I know Guerra has not had the strikeout rates that you like to see in a DFS matchup, but he hasn't given up more than three runs in any start this season. And the San Diego Padres have the worst offense in the major leagues. That used to be the Kansas City Royals and why I have been fading the Royals a lot over the course of the last month. But the Padres now have the lowest run total in Major League Baseball. I've only scored 243 runs so far this season. I'm sorry to the unicorns out there on the West Coast. The Padres are the worst offense. I like Junior Guerra tonight against them. Also, if you want Alex Wood is out there tonight at 8,600. He's had seven or more strikeouts in five of his last games, but I do not like the park shift going to Cincinnati, the great American small park. If you want to try to beat Max Scherzer tonight, James Paxton at 87 and Junior Guerra at 81 are the ways to go. On Saturday this weekend, you got some good matchups that I like. Listen, one of the things I've been telling you is about how the White Sox cannot hit left uh, righties. You got a good righty going against them on Saturday. Marcus Stroman. I like Stroman tomorrow against the White Sox. Also, they're facing Mike Pelfrey. Come on now. Pelfrey's one of, as uh, Tony Sincata and Benny Riccardi like to say on DFS Lineup Lock, which precedes this show Monday through Friday on most of our sports byline affiliates on the American Forces Radio Network and, of course, right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What they say is that Mike Pelfrey is one of the top five gas cans in Major League Baseball, so I like Stroman tomorrow against the White Sox as a righty and with a bad opponent. I also like Zach Godley. Zach Godley is probably going to be a cheaper option tomorrow. I've been on Godley. I told you that that phantom trip down to the minors was just roster manipulation by the Diamondbacks. He continues to be strong. I like Zach Godley tomorrow. And then on Sunday... On Father's Day, first of all, big shout out to all the fathers out there, all the biological fathers out there, and all the fathers who uh, were really raising kids out there. Also to my cabezon out there, big shout out, happy Father's Day. On Sunday, what I like is Jamison Tyone against the Cubs. Remember, he came back from testicular cancer, and I and he had a good outing, but I think he's now going to start to get built up, go longer, and that Cubs offense is actually just average. I think he'll be low owned and maybe Jamison Tyone on Father's Day. The other guy I'll give you, listen, and I have been saying this for months now on the Fantasy Freestyle. I don't know what it will take for you to listen to me. 
Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray at Philadelphia on Father's Day. I have been hyping him up as a diamond in the rough ever since our team-by-team previews preseason when I said that Robbie Ray's 218 strikeouts last year were going to happen again and that he would reduce his other rates, his control, his ERA, and that's what has happened. He is, over the last 30 days, he is the number one overall rated player in the game of fantasy baseball, a 0.24 ERA and a 0.62 whip. This man has struck out 48 batters in his last 37 innings, and your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, has been on him since the jump. He'll also be good on Father's Day this weekend. If you don't want to listen to if you don't want to listen to Speeds, though, you could also just get the exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package because it is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insight. You become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups this week. And even now you get a new injury advisor powered by InsideInjuries.com. If you get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package, now you have still some time to start soaring to the top of the standings. And also, if you enter promo code free radio at checkout, you get a special discount. That's what you need to know this weekend, all right? Oh, we're about to drop it on them. Yes. Yo, I got JP the Night Owl filling in right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. He just dropped a little bit of Jada Kiss with y'all. Ain't none of y'all better. There it is. We're going to find out why when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. I got my boy JP the Night Owl filling in here on a Friday night. Coming back with that day la. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know what it is here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're going to hear a little bit from my man the Night Owl a little bit later on. Just like as if it was Chris Bavona. We're going to catch him up on all the good polls and all the good... Stories that we had the fun in functional sports radio a little bit later on. But, you know, as we get into the cypher, I first have to give you my news and notes around the NFL. And we start with Bears wide receiver Kevin White. They say he is quote unquote back to full speed at minicamp. He's been nursing a whole host of leg injuries. I'm already going to slap that injury prone tag on him. But he could wind up being one of the most productive wide receivers with the Bears. Remember, I'm going to be starting to give you my team-by-team breakdowns, and uh, when we go to the Bears, I'm going to have a lot to say um, with about that wide receiver room and also a certain way you may be able to uh, win some cash with the Chicago Bears. Stay tuned for my team-by-team previews starting next week. Friends of uh, free agent wide receiver Anquan Bolden say that he wants to try to play in or near his home in Florida. Remember, a long time ago at this point, he went to Florida State. I don't see a need really in say like Tampa where they signed Deshaun Jackson or Jacksonville where they already have the Allens. In Miami you also already have guys like Parker and Landry so I don't know about that. But down south that opens up a window for say a team like Tennessee where Eric Decker visited this week and did not 
sign a contract? Or what about Carolina, where they, you know, doubled down drafting guys like Samuel and McCaffrey, and maybe their, uh, you know, maybe their strategy of getting big targets because Cam Newton's margin of error was too big, guys like Funchess and Benjamin. Maybe they are evolving their thinking there, but I, I would not be surprised if Anquan Bolden latches on after any kind of injury or anything like that, along with Eric Decker. I mean, you could almost make a team of free agents right now that would be better than my J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. If you had Bolden and Decker out there, you could still have guys like Rashad Jennings and D'Angelo Williams in the backfield. You could still have guys that are on the street that are probably better than my Jets. But I digress. As we move on, the Colts have placed Christine Michael on injured reserve. This is a guy who continued to be like a fantasy darling. Everyone wanted to give him a chance, but it's just not... Not happening for him in a corresponding move. They added running back Tremaine Pope. I guess Frank Gore is still the workhorse if there is one there in Indianapolis. Robert Turbin had a good end to the season. Maybe they are a team still in the market to sign someone else. You know, maybe when Orion Matthews gets cut from Philly, as I think would happen. You know, there's still some guys that might be out there. Also, important to note that Jags cornerback Jalen Ramsey had core muscle surgery this week and must have suffered this injury during. Mini camp, he should be fine for preseason. Remember, I think the Jaguars could be an up and coming team if only they got help from the quarterback position. We shall see. But like I said, football buzz is upon us. I'm going to be starting to break down what every team has to offer in terms of, you know, from a fantasy standpoint, in terms of how you could potentially win some money with them in the futures lines and over team over under totals. All that will start in earnest next week here on the Fantasy Freestyle. One of the things that was truly the buzz of the week was this announcement that the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight is officially on. I told you guys it was going to happen on Monday's show. I told you they were going to announce it this week. I'm telling you right now again. This fight is nothing more than a grab of um of, of attention for the summer as soon as the NBA Finals is over before football starts and nothing more than a payday. I have been telling you guys all week long and the line has, continues to move for some reason. People think Conor McGregor has a chance in this. I'm telling you again, he does not. This is nothing more than an exhibition to try to build up the brand of both fighters and get that cash. Listen, Conor McGregor has never made more than $3 million in a fight in the UFC $10 million when you count the pay-per-view money. He's going to make $100 million for this fight. And I'm going to tell you something else. After this, Conor McGregor is never going back to the octagon. He is going to become a promoter the same way as Floyd Mayweather, the same way as Oscar De La Hoya and Bernard Hopkins. And that's why we have this poll question up right now on Twitter, at FNTSY Radio and at Spittin' Speeds. And we have something that we have never seen before on a poll question. What I asked out there on the poll question right now is, what do you consider the true purpose of this event on August 26th? Do you think it's a competitive boxing match? Do you think it's an exhibition showcase? Or do you think it's a straight business promotional deal? And I am overwhelmed by right now, 97% of you that have voted. 
Say that it's just a business promo deal. 3% of you say it's an exhibition showcase. 0% of the people that have voted so far say it is a competing boxing match. And so if that's the case, why then has Floyd Mayweather gone from minus 2,500 all the way down to minus 700 right now? If 0% of you think it's a competitive boxing match, that's what I don't get. I think it's very interesting. The public is getting played. I was talking to my man Gabe Morency, who does, you know, Morency Unfiltered Sports Rage here on the Fantasy Sports Network. He's saying, wait, it's going to go down even to 300. If it gets to 300 minus 300, go to the ATM and put all your money on Floyd Mayweather. Like I said, 0% of you think this is a real boxing match. Manny Pacquiao couldn't barely hit him. Canelo Alvarez could barely score on him. Let me tell you else who thinks this is not going to be a competitive boxing match. Former IBO middleweight champ, Chris Van Herden, who actually sparred with Conor McGregor and has felt actual power. Former IBO middleweight champ. Check out what he had to say about this Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather matchup. Night Owl, let's play that now, please. You actually, you've sparred with Conor. Right? You, you did some I've, sparring I've, with him. I've, I've sparred with Connor off-season, coming from a holiday, out of shape. Right. Basically, playing and just having fun and being me. And lit him up. Not even, not even focused, not even in a camp, out of shape. He's and talking smack! Him. Right. Saying and, he did this off-vacation, not even in shape, and he was able to whoop Connor and sparring. Connor's have his hands full, landing on Connor because of Connor's skill and footwork and movement. I mean, I'm no, I'm no Mayweather. Right. And out of camp, out of shape. I landed on, on, on Conor McGregor. My trainer Julian was ringside, he was in my, in my corner, and we landed at Wall. It is crazy to think that people can actually compare a fighter that's 0 and 0 in a boxing ring compared right. to, to, a, to a legend that's 49 and 0. This is real talk, resume, people. Has beaten the best of the best in the world. But let's say that he actually is able to land on Floyd. Does he have enough knockout power to end that fight? No. Well, that was a pretty so. straightforward no, 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 answer. Ten gloves, I mean, Not he, with one punch. He fought right. Madonna that landed. He fought. He got, he got yeah, Maidana hit him. Like, he's been able to take I've, punches I've before. The, the opportunity of working with Shane. That can punch. He's been hit by guys that can punch. Right. And he didn't go down. He knows we can take that off now, so Night Owl. Check this out, yo. And honestly, here, but here's the funny part. As that goes on, and that was credit to TMZ Sports. As that goes on, though... This guy, Chris Van Hearn, the former IBO champion, says, though, that he wants to be on the undercard. And he even said he wants Lamar Peterson on the undercard. You know why he added that in? Because this is going to be an event. Everybody wants to get their piece of the pie. You know who else wants to be part of this? Check this out. Ocho Cinco wants to be on the card. Literally, he came out today saying he hopes he can find a way to get down on the card on August 26th. Everybody knows this is just a straight money-making event. On the flip side, though, if you want a real fight, let me tell you something. Andre Ward versus Kovalev this weekend. Sergey the Crusher Kovalev. This is going to be a fight. They had a fight about six months ago that was a kind of controversial decision when they were both undefeated. I watched that fight. I actually thought Kovalev had that fight won. But they have a rematch tonight. I'm telling you right now, uh, tomorrow night. I'm telling you right now, that is going to be a much better fight than the random event that's going to happen. I'm still going to talk about it and hype it up. 
but this is going to be just straight branding for the notorious one as he moves from UFC star to more mainstream star. I'm telling you right now, everyone is just trying to get down with it. You know what else, though, I wanted to tell you guys real quick as we have the cipher. I want to get into uh, I'm going to unveil what we're doing here for our next greatest of all time. But uh, the first way, let me night owl. Can you give me that next clip? This is Charlie Sheen talking about what he's trying to get into. And this is going to help me unveil the next greatest of all time brackets here on Fantasy Freestyle. Let's get that night night owl. What's the next project for you? We're trying to get Major League Three done. I hope so. It's yeah. my, it's my favorite movie, most quotable movie of all oh, time. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, but you. How, how, what stage are we at with that? I'm just looking for someone to write a check, you know? <laughs> yeah. With the original... Uh, Everybody's back except, sadly, uh, Lou Brown. Oh, yeah, he passed Jimmy, away. Jimmy James Gannon. Gannon. Yeah. James Gannon. Yeah. He passed away several so years we'll, ago. We'll, we'll do it in his honor. Alright there JP I don't know if you can tell But that is Charlie Sheen Talking about that Major League 3 May be in the works And I am Yo Major League 3 is Quite frankly, my favorite, one of my favorite sports movies of all time, right up there with things like White Men Can't Jump. And I'm excited to say that here on Fantasy Freestyle over the summer, we are going to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. You remember we did that TV tournament? We're going to have brackets, baseball movies, football movies, basketball movies, other sport movies. And Major League is sitting as the three seed in the baseball movies region. I'm telling you, Night Owl, you may be too young to remember this, but my my man Matty Moe is hearing you right now saying, of course, Major League needs to be one of the top seeds in the baseball bracket. We're going to do it. I'm going to give you some more details. But when we come back here, my man JP, the Night Owl, will be in the hot seat as we try to see if he can predict what the uh, fantasy freestyle voters were saying on some of the polls and what his reaction is to some of the stories we've been talking about here, putting the fun in functional sports radio. It's going to be great to get a millennial's perspective because we've been talking about some things in college as well. JP's in college. He can talk to us, the night owl on the Fantasy Freestyle when we come back here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're doing a sports movie greatest of all time. Let's go, baby. Brackets will start Monday. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on back, JP, the night owl, Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is a Friday evening here at Studio 34 in Rockin' Riley's in Midtown Manhattan. We're, uh, you know, trying to hold you down for the weekend. Happy early Father's Day to all the fathers out there, all the stepfathers, all the godfathers, all the, all the positive male adult role models out there that are acting as fathers to everybody, uh, coming up in the, coming up in the times right now. Hey, um, I got my man JP, the Night Owl, here. He's going to join us for this segment. As you know, he's our intern here in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And so, you know, every now and then he's got to do the Friday night because uh, sometimes other people don't, you know, got other things to do. But, yo, JP, I'm telling you, that's how I got my start as well. You got to just say yes to things and make it pop off. So uh, you ready to get into it? And first of all, JP, what do you think about this uh, greatest sports movie of all time bracket? I, I, I hear now um, Al Pacino is going to be playing Joe Paterno. 
Toronto in a movie they're doing on HBO this uh, summer. That movie will the Sandusky movie will not be in our bracket. What's your favorite sports movie of all time, JP? I'm going to have to take a classic. I'm going to go with Dodgeball, my favorite movie. Dodgeball is in our brackets. Dodgeball is in our brackets, though. I will say this. It is a seven seed in our other sports bracket, okay? In the other sports that weren't basketball, baseball, or football, there are some other movies that I had to put. I, I agree Dodgeball is a classic, but we had to put things ahead of it. We had to put things like Rocky, Caddyshack, The Karate Kid. Slapshot, Mighty Ducks, things like that were above Dodgeball, but Dodgeball definitely did make the cut. Everyone's going to be able to start voting for those um, starting next week as we have a matchup. Uh, JP, your Dodgeball in the first round, your Dodgeball movie sees the movie Miracle in the first round, I believe, about the 1980 U.S. Olympic uh, hockey team. How do you feel about that first round matchup? That's going to be a tough matchup. Those are two great movies. All right, so we'll see all summer long. You'll be able to keep track on that as we look to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. JP, you were not here in March where we did the greatest TV show of all time. I'll give you a uh, guess as to what the final matchup was. Do you know? I have no idea. Uh, okay, so we had that in the we had a sitcom region, a drama region, a cartoon region and a reality region it wound up being the champion of the sitcom region against the champion of the drama region does that help you at all this sports related in any way no no this was just greatest tv show of all time if i'm shooting out of the dark i'll say seinfeld maybe seinfeld was in the final but it lost in the final to breaking bad in a very close 51 to 49 percent vote but this will be the greatest sports movie of all time that we're crowning this summer we'll see how far your movie dodgeball gets to go okay as you know though jp the night out we put the fun in functional sports radio so first thing i want to do man you know i want to see if you're able to see what um our voters said on one of the earlier polls, remember I talked about the Jacksonville Jaguars and how Jalen Ramsey had surgery, blah, 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 and how I thought the Jags might have been an up-and-coming team, but, you know, they're saddled with Bortles service, Blake Bortles, as their quarterback. So I asked people on a poll question, do you think the Jaguars would be a playoff team if they got average quarterback play? The choices were no, yes, and they're a playoff contender right now with Blake Bortles. Those are the three options. I want to ask you, what do you think won that poll, and what percentage do you think actually said that the Jaguars were playoff contenders right now with Blake Bortles? I'm going to go with they think they're a playoff contender without Bortles, but I'll say 20% of the people said with Bortles they're a playoff contender. 11% of the people said that they are still a contender with Blake Bortles. And uh, no, people, 59% of the people actually said no. They are not. They would still not be a playoff contender even if they got average quarterback play. Surprising, huh? Yeah, that is a bit surprising. All right, all right. Um, so you're 0 for 1. You're 0 for 1, JP. We got uh, to get you a little bit better here. We got we to gotta have you come strong with getting this one right. I also asked our listeners after the Golden State Warriors finished their uh, you know kind of coronation in game five at Oracle you know a lot of people are talking about oh it's a dynasty oh it's a dynasty and we talked about how hard it is to keep dynasties together so I asked people who would be the first of the four all-stars on the Golden State Warriors to ultimately leave Golden State and try to uh, you know maybe become the man somewhere else who would be the first to break up what they got going there in a possible dynasty in golden state do you think people voted for steph draymond clay or kevin durant 
I think it was a runaway, and I think it was Clay Thompson. You are correct, my friend. Right back in it. 65% of the people said Clay Thompson. 17% said Draymond. 12 said Kevin Durant. Only 6% said that it would be ultimately Steph Curry who moves away. All right. Here's what I want to get into because I need your perspective, Night Owl. Because you know you're uh, you're in college right now, right? You're uh, what are we going into your sophomore year? Is that right? Yes, at Temple University. Big things. That's why he's part. That's partially the reason why he is in fact the Night Owl because he does attend Temple. The owls out there. Okay, so we did a piece. I don't know if you're familiar with this, JP. The University of Central Florida kicker. Okay, this guy has. You know, he's a student athlete, but he also has his own YouTube channel that's pretty successful, okay? And um, his YouTube channel gets 50, 55, something like that, thousand subscribers to every video he does, and he has something like two million views, okay? That's even more than the spitting statistician here on Fantasy Freestyle. Are you, are you like that's a lot that's good stuff and he's now to the point on his YouTube channel where he gets advertisements and gets paid sponsors and advertisements well the NCAA came in and said no 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 as a student athlete he could not earn money and they are forcing him to either shut down his YouTube channel or give up college football how do you feel about that as a uh, you know as a college person yourself I mean, I've heard a lot of different college perspectives from Division One athletes, and a lot of people are really offended by this. Like, it's yeah. it's crazy. So, I mean, like, what would you do if you're in this situation? And he talks about it, how, like, he really loves – he's a marketing major, for goodness sakes. And he really loves, you know, the work that he's doing, you know, producing, editing, trying to entertain people. But he also loves college football and sees that even as a potential path to help his family out, you know – um, if he makes it big, you know, and this money that he was getting from his YouTube channel was going to also help his family that was like in Costa Rica and living check to check. Um, you know, what what would you do if you were in that kind of situation? I mean, I can't even imagine being in that situation. But from an outside perspective, I'm running with the YouTube channel. But okay. it's, it's egregious that college football does this to the poor kid. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just I didn't know how it was, you know, being in college. You know, it's been a few years since I've been in college. Big shout out to the Syracuse Orange. You know what it is when I was in the mess halls out there in like Flint and Day and Brewster and Bolin and the Kimmel Center. Big things over there. But um, all right. So check this out. There was another school uh, where student athletes tried to earn some money. JP, are you familiar with the Coastal Carolina cheerleading team? I am. You are. Yes. Oh, wow. So then you know what has happened with their team. They have been banned because 26 of their members, and it was kind of like a little hazing thing, they got accounts on a website called SeekingArrangements.com. Are you familiar with this, JP? Yeah, I am. Okay, tell me about this. How do you feel? Because, you know, you were talking about how you, you, you have friends that are D1 athletes and that are all shook up about not being able to earn. These girls were getting money. Um because of things that they found on SeekingArrangements.com. Is this different for you as a student athlete? Was there hazing involved, peer pressure, bullying, and the like? Does this, uh, do you feel different about this? Because this entire team was shut down and banned. I think this goes one and the same. I mean, however you want to make money, it's legal. However you want to make money. Wrong, right? You say, I, I mean, I also, I am, there is no judgment here on the Fantasy Freestyle. If you listen to Fantasy Freestyle, you know this is a judgment-free zone. We talk about everybody's rights. And here, the question is, can the student athlete earn? Um, I do, I will say, though, Night Owl, that apparently this was a thing that there was also like a hazing element, you know, where the upperclassmen almost forced incoming freshmen to 
kind of build accounts on this website. And if you're not unfamiliar, this website led to them doing things like, you know, being the shot girl at a strip club or taking on, you know, kind of like dates uh, for pay. I'll leave it at that. You could check out the story yourself. Um, I hear you on the right to earn, but what about the hazing component of this, JP? That's where the line, I think, has to be drawn because that's a bad look for the NCAA in general. And that's where they're like, okay, that's not right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's keep it moving, though, here. Let's put, uh, one of the other things we were talking about as we put the fun in functional sports radio. JP, are you familiar with how much Rihanna hates Kevin Durant? A little bit, but not as much as I probably should be. Okay, okay. So, you know, game one, Rihanna was, like, literally shouting brick. She was talking smack, dabbing on the fans in Oracle, you know. And even now, after Kevin Durant got his ring, got his shine and all this... Rihanna says had a quote that I would love your reaction to. She says, it's all good. For Kevin Durant, winning his championship by joining a 73-win team is like a teenager losing his virginity to a stripper. How do you feel about that? That is a crazy... Analogy, crazy crazy analogy, right? right? Yeah. Crazy analogy. I mean, but there is some, I guess there's some truth to it on this whole, like, you know, like, if you can't get it done the hard way, doing it the easy way. How do you feel about this whole thing, KD joining the squad? So if you asked me before the finals, I'd have been like, this is a total wimp out move. But he went out there and he balled. Yep. 35 a game. I mean, how do you hate on that? He absolutely, he absolutely did. He absolutely did, I think. And also, if you, if, you, if you noted at times, there were times where Steph Curry, Draymond were also like deferring to him. I think everybody in that locker room knew that this was Kevin Durant's time to shine. You heard even Steve Kerr talking about it in press conferences. So I thought that was interesting. I want to bounce... Um, I want to bounce one or two more things off you real quick here, JP. JP, are you a soccer fan at all? A bit. I enjoy watching and playing a bit. Okay, well, um, you know, you're probably aware of Lionel Messi then. Are you aware, though, that in China they have built an entire amusement park for Messi, and it's called, like, Messi Land, and they they hope to get the quote-unquote essence of Messi if you travel there. How do you feel about that? Does that sound fun or does that sound creepy to you? The only reason I'm aware of that is because of you, actually. And oh, really? That's, that's interesting, but I don't know. I guess I'd have to hear more about it. So the question really remains, can any athlete in America be big enough right now to have that kind of brand? Like, for example, you think LeBron could have a LeBron theme park in Ohio and it would feel cool, not creepy? That's the only one that I could think of. Other than that, I couldn't think of anything else. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And the last thing I want to uh, catch everybody up on here is... Um, there is a uh, club soccer team in Massachusetts. Are you aware of this one that I'm going to talk about? No, I don't think I am. So there's a club soccer team in Massachusetts that was struggling to pay their, you know, their do their league fees, their equipment, their scheduling fees, all this that, and they got a sponsor that uh, their main sponsor that took care of all their financial commitments and is now prominently displayed on their shirts. Okay, but there's some people who are thinking it could cause a problem because kids are going to start asking about it, and also, what if your kid asks you if you want to get this jersey? You know, it's a problem. So. So uh, with that context, can you guess what the sponsor might be? I'm guessing it's something, I, I don't know. You're going to have to tell me, I think. RedTube is the sponsor. Okay, okay. RedTube. If you're familiar with RedTube, and I know you are, you're a college guy who's a millennial, grew up with this internet thing, the interwebs and stuff like that. So I'm sure you're aware of this. They decided to become the main sponsor of this soccer club, so now their jerseys just say straight RedTube across. So I ask you, I mean, you're a young man, but if you were a dad, happy Father's Day again to everybody, and you're, you know, like your son or daughter who's like nine years old, ask, you know, like, what's RedTube or wants to buy 
you know, a jersey, how would you feel about that? Uh, this is this is a weird one because it's yeah. like they need the money, but right. you don't want your kid seeing that. I know, I know. So what would you do? Come on, Night Owl. We need decisions out of you. Ah, I don't want it there. That's no, me. okay. You're against you're against free speech and advertising. Apparently, you're against this capitalistic society that we live in. I understand how it is. I understand. That's fine, and that's fine. I'm not I'm not mad at you per se. I just it's just now it's important to understand what your leanings are. And uh that's what we've done here with the Night Owl JP as we put the fun in functional sports radio here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. JP is going to be holding it down all summer with us as we do a couple of things. We're going to do the greatest sports movie of all time tournament. My man Matty Modica is in the building right now. Got his take on our seating. And also, you know, we're going to be covering everything, especially that marketing event that is Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. When we come back, we're going to go around the league, check out some scores in Major League Baseball, slide into the weekend. Happy Father's Day from everybody, from your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician on the Fantasy Freestyle. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, cruising you into a weekend. Up next, though, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, my guys, Joey Pisapia and Matt Modica, bringing you the Fantasy Black Book. Around the league already so far, Marlins up on the Braves, one nothing in the bottom of the first. We got the Rays and the Tigers tied at one. Ian Kinsler with his fifth home run of the season in that one. Dodgers up on the Reds, 2 nothing. Jock Peterson went yard there. The Nationals have put up two already on the Mets. Matt Weeders with his sixth home run. Those two runs probably all Max Scherzer will need. As my man Matty Modica just said, incredible against the Mets at City Field. They only have one hit so far. White Sox all over the Blue Jays, 7-1, and they're only in the second inning. However, the lone Blue Jay run was Kendry's Morales' 14th home run of the season. You also have the Cardinals up in the Orioles, 2-0. Phillies and Diamondbacks scoreless, and the Cubs up early on the Pirates, 3-0 in the second inning. Like I said, though, we're going to be covering that fight, or maybe it's not even a fight because 97% of you call it a business and promo deal between Floyd Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Only 3% of you think it is a uh, fight, if anything, right now. We've never had that before, but thanks to everybody that was voting at FNTSY Radio and at Spittin' Speeds as well jp the night owl holding it down it was great to have you jp how does it uh how did it feel to be on some radio with that sports byline affiliates and with the service men and women out there on the american forces radio network holding it down jp how you feel hey it's always a pleasure to be on dane thanks for having me as always and like i said man keep grinding keep grinding and then you'll be producing or doing whatever it is you want for real when i come back on monday donnie burns will be back in the building and we're going to tell you about all the stuff we're doing for the big three league that's going to be on and popping starting at Barclays next week uh, for JP the Night Owl. This is your boy Dane Martinez Speeds, the spitting statistician. Once again, happy Father's Day out there to all the fathers, whether you are the biological fathers, the stepfathers, or just positive adult real role models out there in the lives of our kids. Trust me, we need it given the uh, tone and the rancor of what is going on in our country these days. But I doubt Digress. Let's talk about some fantasy sports here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Happy weekend. Speech the spit of statistician. I'm out. Peace.